The Sports Career Podcast, episode 229. What are the benefits of internal dreams relating to your sports career development? sports achiever and welcome back to another episode of the sports career podcast as always my goal each week is to provide you sports career development content that can support you with regards to where you are and what you want to achieve in the sports industry now i'm gonna have a little time out i want to just say a massive thank you to the feedback of all the people who nicely reached out to me about my last solo episode with regards to your definition of networking. It was such a great surprise to see how helpful that was. I hope you've got your own definition of networking and I hope you're putting that podcast into your daily practice when meeting people in the sports industry. So this is another solo episode. And again, I just like to just jump on the mic where I can just share a learning lesson. And uh, for me, literally, I'm going to just share my day. It's a Friday. I grabbed my fresh pineapple, orange and apple juice, freshly squeezed. And as always, I go to my emails to check if there's anything there. And I had a really nice surprise email from Neil Shah. Now, Neil is another special guest on my podcast show. He's the program director of Global Institute of Sports Business. And he just shared with me an article on his blog with regards to podcasting. And he nicely featured... Um, my podcast in this blog and I I literally got my juice I started reading it it's a brilliant blog post I'll send a link in the show notes it's not just about my podcast show there's other great sports podcasts he talks about from him being a special guest but also he just shares his experience of podcasting with regards to listening with regards to his own self-development so there will be a link there but the reason for this uh, podcast episode is all about internal dreams Now, I don't want uh, to go crazy and overthink this episode because, um, again, this week I had a podcast on the importance of creating your own sports career dream. Now, I'll be honest, um, I'm not a big fan of this phrase, especially from a marketing standpoint. People say, you know, find your sports career dream, your perfect job. Um, From my experience, uh, there's nothing perfect. Uh, And I, I don't think we work when we're asleep or in the clouds. And... You know, but I get the point with, you know, finding a dream role that suits you with regards to your personality, skill sets, interests, and most importantly, your enthusiasm. So that's the real purpose of this is really having your internal dream. Like the podcast I had with the personal Amelia will be out soon. It's a brilliant podcast. We spoke about, you know, being the best version of ourselves and also having that dream set in place. And when I was reflecting with Neil's blog post, I was thinking, actually, I did have a dream. Uh, and it was, and I'm going to share it with you right now, but it was very internal. I didn't share it with the whole world. I didn't set it as a goal. I just had this idea. I'm going to share to you, in my opinion, in a second, I'll share like three sort of tips, but more reflection points of having a dream in place. But I'm going to share you my internal dream. Back in 2015, I was on an internship at Benchmark International, a fantastic company. Check them out. And part of the, the, the journey or like literally my uh, journey to uh, London each morning, I had to 
do a two mile walk, my father's flat to Byfleet and Newhall station and vice versa when I had to come back from that internship because it was in London and uh, my father lives in Surrey. And I had this idea, which is this, um, with regards to really producing a sports career resource that can help people with regards to their sports career development, but most importantly at the time, help students learn from today's experts so they can learn from the best and apply that knowledge into their career development in whatever they want to do. And with regards to Neil's um, blog post, there was just a quote that really hit me, which I really just took time to absorb and appreciate because this is what he said in the blog post about my show, Ed does a great job of having a diverse set of guests on his podcast so that his listeners gain knowledge about the entire sporting ecosystem. Like when I read that, I was like, there's my internal dream achieved in a way. I'm always gonna do more podcasts, guys, don't worry. But when you reflect from seven years and it was just an idea walking from the station back, you know, walking back home, um, you know, every day, like, it was funny, I had to get on the train at 6.30 sometimes because of the underground and all that. You know, I used to walk in the dark with this idea in my head because at the time there just wasn't resources. There wasn't podcasts. Uh, people weren't introduced to podcasts like a behaviour with regards to where it is now. I couldn't listen to podcasts when I was commuting because I wasn't introduced to them. But this was the idea. And I knew I could do something about it. This is the key thing which I'm going to touch on now in whatever you want to do with your own internal dream. So I'm just going to share you some thoughts I had today actually over lunch with regards to the blog post, with regards to reflecting on my podcast show the last, uh, you know, six years of doing this. And here are my sort of three takeaways from the benefits of having an internal dream for yourself. One, it's really personal to you. It's nothing that you have to share with the world. It's whatever you want to achieve and why you want to achieve it. That's the key thing is we hear it all the time, have your why. Um, Simon Sinek says that with the his book, but really we all have dreams we want to achieve, but it comes down to why we do it. So again, my podcast show was my why in making a difference to the industry from a learning resource. So that's sort of a bonus one, but here are my actual three with regards to actually achieving an internal dream um, is one, just focus on that first step. Focus on that because I believe it's little baby steps that really achieve in what we want to achieve. And it takes time. But the key one is that first step. So for me, now I want to get back with my fitness routine. The first step is just getting on the trainers and literally getting out running. Now the day's lighter in the UK. There's my first step. Um, it's something simple. It's just putting my shoes on, lacing them up and going for that run. And it's exactly the same thing, whatever you want to do. If you want to work in the, the legal sector, it could be the first step is, okay, I'm going to go on Instagram or I'm going to go on LinkedIn. I'm going to follow five top sports lawyers at five top legal firms and learn from them. You know, just that first step is so important. And then the second one is self-belief. Now, I can't give you tips of methods or that because it's internal but it all comes down to how you ground yourself mentally in whatever you want to do. Instead of feeling nervous, use self-talk, for example, or use meditation or use visualization. These are methods from a psychology point of view, from a mindset perspective, in regards to focusing on your self-belief. It could be journaling. For me, I journal so much more now 
compared to when I was 21 starting this podcast in reflecting my thoughts and really using those sort of, let's say, negative thoughts and turning them into positive ones. And self-belief is crucial. I said it in the networking with how we communicate. It comes down to confidence. So it's the same thing here with your internal sort of dreams, we say. You've got to have the self-belief. Even if you think you don't have the knowledge yet, the experience, or at least the um, expectations of achieving that, you've got to have the belief you're going to do that. If you learn from some of the top entrepreneurs, um, they had the self-belief right from the get-go. And then it just took time and patience to make it happen. And then the third one, which I think is the most important, it's so hard to teach this if I'm speaking to my younger self at 21, but I think self-awareness is vital. Like today when I was drinking that pineapple juice and really reading that Neil's blog post, it got my self-awareness going, actually look, look where I've gone from A to B and look in between of what I've achieved, where I could get better, where I could challenge myself um, moving forward. So for me, self-awareness is critical. Um, if you look at the top athletes, they always analyze their performances. I analyze my podcast episodes. Why? Because I edit my own work. I edit my own work for a few reasons because I want to know if I can get better with my questioning. I want to see if I can get better in regards to getting better guests on the show for you guys to listen to. So with regards to your own internal dreams, whatever they are, think about your own self-awareness. And even if you haven't achieved it, think about right now, just jot down some notes of your last achievement, whatever that is. It doesn't have to be career related. It could be sport related. It could be relationship related, anything. And look at the self-awareness of how you achieve that. That's what self-awareness is. And I guarantee you're going to have the high moments, the low moments, and in that in the between bit of what I call growth. So I really want just to highlight this with you and share this with you because with regards to a career or getting the job, like getting the job's the first step in any career or getting that first project. But the bigger picture of learning from the people I've interviewed in my show and have that longevity of having a career in the sports industry having those internal dreams are vital. Um, I'm even thinking of my next dreams. You know, I haven't put like a time scale on it, but I've certainly put, you know, some objectives. I've sort of done a 10 year one today, just jotting down some notes. And it's not just career related, it's all aspects of life I want to develop. But I just felt like I had to just get on the mic, share this with you. I hope you found this helpful. And like always, I just like to recap the learning lessons that, you know, with regards to your internal dreams, it, they are important, but think of it as all walks of life. So number one, make that first step, whatever you want to achieve. And number two, really focus on your self-belief. Focus daily with regards to your confidence and be protective with your confidence. It's vital. And number three, have that self-awareness all the time. Always reflect your actions, your choices, because they will support you in the long term with your growth. But most importantly, when you achieve what you want to achieve. Like when I read that quote from Neil, I knew I achieved it. But back then walking with my backpack in the dark when it was raining with this idea, I never imagined talking to you guys right now, sharing this with you. So look, I hope you found this helpful and uh, put your internal dreams into action right now and take action. Now, as always, at the end of each podcast episode, I'd like to finish with an inspirational quote. And this is from Michael Johnson, the Olympic sprinter. In his book, he says, real glory springs from the silent conquest of ourselves.